Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. That's right, we're back again. And uh, yeah, I want you guys to know the the sacrifice that I make to put on this podcast. It is, it is not easy. Um, actually, I'm not going to go into detail from what I gave up, but just know I gave up a lot for y'all to do this podcast. I did. No, I'm just kidding. I enjoyed doing this. I'm, I'm glad y'all, y'all watch. First off the top, make sure you like and subscribe and share and all the things. Uh, a few of you have been commenting and saying, Hey, we really need to get your podcast out there. You're good at what you do, which is debatable. But we do want people to uh, see this podcast as much as possible. So if you could do your part, watch the videos. If there's old videos you missed, you can go watch those as well. And just uh, help get the word out. Tell your your friends and your family. And uh, make sure you comment below if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on the audio podcast, go over to YouTube. YouTube.com slash over the line and comment on there as well. And you can just say... Um, dirty poo-poo stain or something. You don't have to say anything in particular. You just type in whatever. We just want comments on there, and that way other people can see it because they'll say, all right, this this video's got some interaction on it, so apparently uh, there's something good about it. We want to make sure other people see it. We want everybody to see it except for YouTube because once YouTube sees these videos, they're probably going to take them down and we don't want that to happen. Today, we're going to talk about police. That is correct in abolishing the police and what exactly that means. But first, let me tell you about my boys at Vapor Forge out on 280. They're going to take care of you each and every time you go by there. And I told you I was doing a little... Uh, community service the other day as I was in there helping them out. They were so busy and they're busy not because um, we talk about them on this show. They're busy because they're good at what they do. They've got a reputation and people know when they go there, they're going to get the best selection, the best prices, the best customer service there is on the freaking planet. So go by there. 4673 Highway 280 East, right here in Birmingham. 205-874-9010 is their number right next to Bailey Brothers. Y'all know where that is. If you don't, you need to be finding out. You can check them out on VaporForge.com or just Google them. Like, you know, I mean, it's the same thing when you're trying to go somewhere you've never been before. You just Google it or you just type it in your map. So do that. And uh, make sure you tell them you heard about them on Over the Line. So since the Dante Wright killing out in Minnesota, uh, there have been calls of uh, not just defund the police, but we've moved to abolish the police. Now, there was a period of time where uh, there were people talking about abolish the police, but we kind of just laughed it off. Like, (laughs) you guys are absolutely ridiculous. That was a time when Donald Trump was president, and we seemed pretty safe from those sorts of things. That's no longer the case as Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are heading up the country. And when prominent lawmakers start proclaiming we need to abolish the police, it it starts to make you a little nervous. But I really got to thinking about what that actually means and why we have moved from defund the police to abolish the police, I looked through, uh, I just searched abolish the police on Twitter and trying to see 
what some people were saying just as of recently, an hour or so ago. Uh, At this point, people who repeatedly jump up to call for peace, uh, the moment there's a freshly released police murder film, are active enablers of state violence. The concept of peaceful protest has been weaponized against those challenging state violence, and this practice must stop. This nation has an extended and ongoing history of deploying resources, both overt and covert, to assist rebel forces in foreign nations wherever, whenever it decides to support a regime change. But when our communities are uh, here are under siege by local PDs, our military assists police enough. Um, so on and so forth. I'm not going to read many of these, but they've all kind of got the same thing. We're They're saying we're way past abol- uh, defunding the police. We have to abolish police at this point. And what they say is we must abolish police as we know it. So what does that mean? Abolish police as we know it. AOC uh, was really leading the calls to abolish police after the Dante Wright killing is... Uh, you can see here in an article from Yahoo News, uh, she has described the police killing of Dante Wright as no accident and once again led the calls for the abolition of police. Taken to Twitter on Tuesday, the Democrat Congresswoman called for reform of both the police in Minneapolis and across the U.S. in the aftermath of Mr. Wright's death on Sunday while criticizing failures in addressing what is a systematic problem? It came as a number of others in Congress and famous U.S. brands, including Ben and Jerry's, called for defunding or the abolition of police. According to Miss AOC, she said Dante Wright's killing was not a random disconnected accident. It was the repeated outcome of an indefensible system that grants impunity for state violence. Offering criticism of growing budgets, the congresswoman added that cameras, chokehold bans, retraining funds, and similar reform measures do not ultimately solve what is a systematic problem. That system will find a way. Killings happen on camera. People are killed in other ways. Retraining grows money while often subs- uh, substituting for deeper measures. Uh, the remarks among her most outspoken on police reform, reform come amid the ongoing fallout from the fatal, sh- fatal shooting. Uh, uh, an officer from the Brooklyn Center Police Department, Kimberly Potter, Fatally shot Mr. Wright, a black 20-year-old with a firearm following traffic stop. We know that story. Here's the tweet from Ben and Jerry's. The murder of Dante Wright is rooted in white supremacy and results from the intentional criminalization of black and brown communities. This system can't be reformed. It must be dismantled in a real system of public safety rebuilt from the ground up. It's absolutely fascinating to me that these people are so informed, so enlightened, that they know the heart of this officer. That they know this officer pulled out her gun on purpose, tried to pretend like she thought she had her taser, and shot the man because of the color of his skin. 
That's effectively what they are saying. That they know. They know. They know this lady better than she knows herself. So as she sets getting ready for trial, because, you know, it's actually happening. We do put these people on trial and we do run them through the justice system. You wouldn't know that just reading the comments and the tweets from these people. You'd think we just let them go. Uh, they know her better than she knows herself. She thinks she innocently pulled the gun instead of her taser and shot a guy on accident. But no, 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 Miss Officer. We actually know that you did that on purpose, even though you don't know yourself. That's how in tune these people are. That's how much more they know than you. That's why they talk down to you. That's why... When you bring an opposing view, it has to be shut down because it is a much inferior opinion. Another Democrat member of Congress and member of the squad, Rashida Tlaib, she went as far as calling for no more policing after the Brooklyn Center shooting. It wasn't an accident, she said. Policing in our country is inherently and intentionally racist. Dante Wright was met with aggression and violence. I am done with those who condone government-funded murder. Government-funded murder? Huh. Wait, you mean like abortion? $500 million a year to Planned Parenthood? Government-funded abortion? Now you want to talk about that? Okay, we'll talk about that another day. No more policing, incarceration, and militarization. It can't be reformed. Hmm. That's interesting. So, there is no more reforming of police. There's no... Uh, uh, we, we don't even want to defund the police. We want to abolish the police and start over. Now, you have to ask yourself, why is that? Why would people want to just abolish the police and start over? And, and what would that look like if we did that? If we just ripped out community-oriented, localized police forces and started over? Well, look at what you got now. You've got police that you, your community, hires. A sheriff who's running the show, he does the hiring of the police officers. You actually get to have a say-so as a member of your community and who that sheriff is. Um, so the people pick who they are. The people of the community decide who is ultimately policing their community. If they elect a sheriff and he hires bad cops all the time, well, he's not going to be sheriff for very long. He'll get voted out, right? So it seems like a real common sense type of theory to to go with when policing a community. Let, let the people decide who they want to police them. But that doesn't work because apparently it's inherently racist no matter who you pick to be there. So they want to abolish it and start it over. Well, if they start over, if they wipe out your local police force and start over what are they going to replace it with well they're going to go the route that they go with everything else they're going to let the federal government handle it right 
They're going to let the federal government police your local community because the federal government knows what's best. It's these little redneck cops in these redneck towns in this in this racist system of police in the thin blue line that are out here killing African Americans on purpose. Even though the numbers don't bear that out. So we're going to allow the federal government to take over the police. This is what they're saying without saying it. They're not this far yet into their plan, but I'm telling you this is where they're going. That way, they can just use the military to police your communities. And if they're using the military, that they get to tell what to do, then guess what? You're going to have to do whatever they want you to do. Any political opponents of theirs, anybody that wants to uh, buck the system, anybody that wants to push back on a political, a particular political party, well, they're policing you now. So they have the ability to shut you up. Look at what the FBI's been used for. Look how over four and five years, how the FBI has been weaponized to go after political opponents. Now imagine if your local police are run by the same people that the FBI's run by. You don't think that those very same people that weaponize the FBI wouldn't weaponize your own local police department? Of course they would. And maybe it's why they agreed to uh, allow these uh, m- military uh, uh, military uh, weapons or, or tanks or these, these big trucks, these Humvees go to local police departments. Maybe they're getting, getting ready for the idea that that will one day become the reality. Well, they claim they don't want to militarize the police force. But really, ultimately, that's what they want. They want to militarize their police force and make it the military. Any of you guys that have been paying attention, you've been seeing uh, some some very powerful people in government and powerful people in our armed forces uh, going down this road of woke social justice and even bringing out, in the wake of the Capitol riots on January 6th, saying that anybody that was in support of that or thinks the election was fraudulent or even as far as supports Donald Trump still to this day is really a threat to not only our safety, a threat to the military. And that we really have to weed those people out. If you'll recall, uh, the people that were guarding, the National Guard that were guarding the Capitol from some fake imaginary uh, threat for weeks on end after inauguration, they were cutting people loose that had posted any kind of pro-Trump stuff on their social media. Or if they found out in some way they were pro-Trump, they were cutting them loose. It's a scary thought to think that the federal government is slowly weeding out people 
that don't agree with their ideology. So the only people that are left in the military are those that will agree with them and go along with their orders. Because a thought for, I think a lot of us has always been, well, you know, when, when push comes to shove, I mean, the military is really on our side. The military is in the business of defending our rights, defending the Constitution. But what if they fundamentally transformed the military where those type of Americans, those type of American heroes are no longer in the military? Because a political party where the federal government has pushed them out. What then? The military is all of a sudden not on your side. So we take that step. And then the next step is get rid of your local police. Well, crime's going up, so you got to have some police. So we're going to send in a little uh, federal police. And we're going to let them handle business. And then next thing you know, what's going to happen? For those, a lot, of, a lot of you that live in Alabama, live in the South, or live in places like Texas or Georgia or wherever, that have really loosened coronavirus restrictions, mask mandates, everything else. You have had thoughts in your mind where you're like, man, I am grateful I live here. I'm grateful I live in the South where people still have some common sense and we're not locked down or forbidden to go to church or restaurants or whatever. You're grateful that you have police departments where the sheriff will come out with a statement and say, hey, we're not going to be taking anybody's guns. Well, we're not going to be locking people up for not wearing a mask. We're not writing tickets. We're not doing this. And it's because they're average people from your community. They're people you know or they're people you elected on a, on a local level. They're not a senator in, in Washington that you may have voted for but you never met. These are people that you know, that you see in the grocery store, that you see in church, that you see wherever. Regular people. Those regular people are going to be the one to ultimately defend you. That's why they want to get rid of them. They're standing in the way. I can think of my hometown, my home county where I grew up. The, the current sheriff is very vocal about all of this stuff. He's like, I'm not going to let anybody take away my citizens' ability to defend themselves. We're not going to take away our citizens' ability to, you know, be out in public or hug on their family or go to church. That's the kind of people they want to get rid of. It's much bigger than, than this, this made-up theory that uh, police are out indiscriminately shooting and killing black people. For no reason. It's not true. Even if you take out the aspect that every one of these situations we've dealt with that's triggered all this, Dante Wright and whatever, George Floyd or whatever. Even if you take out the fact that they were fighting back against police, had violent charges against them, violent warrants against them, take that out you still don't have numbers that bear out. The numbers still do not work in your favor of police targeting black people and killing them. It's just an excuse. You go ask the average liberal how many unarmed black people do they think have been shot in 2021 so far that say, yeah, 500, 1,000. 
It's because they pumped that idea into their heads. It's all a bigger plan. Everything they do, they've got a bigger plan for. Nothing is coincidence. Even though Nancy Pelosi and Joe Biden are currently distancing themselves from the squad calling for the abolition of police, you can guarantee yourself that they will soon be on board. And it's not going to be because they want to defend black lives or they think black lives matter. Everything they do is about power. Every move they make is about controlling this country for as long as possible. That's why the topic of the day has been expanding the Supreme Court. That's why H.R. 1 is sitting in the House of Representatives that will fundamentally change the way we vote. That will automatically register people to vote, allow 16-year-olds to vote will ban the use of a ban uh, requiring IDs across the country. They want to federalize the voting system because that's what they do. They want to strip away the rights of the states to create their own election laws. They want to federalize everything. That's what abolish the police is about. It's not about making police disappear and let's all hug and sing kumbaya together. It's about replacing them with the federal government. It's about replacing them with the military. And you'll see that depending on how far they get with this. You'll see that very soon. They will continue to take these very rare incidents of a a shooting. They will politicize them into oblivion, and then they will use it to advance their agenda to federalize the one thing that stands between you and them, your local police. That's what they want to do. They'll protect the federal police, but they won't protect local police. Have you noticed that? Just look at as we mentioned, the Capitol riots on January 6th. The police officer that shot and killed Ashley Babbitt, right? We saw the footage, and most of us, our initial reaction was, man, you should have been crawling through that window. But at the same time, it was an unarmed woman, a military vet, who at the time posed no threat to those officers, But they shot and killed her anyway. She hadn't even made it through the window. She was almost being pushed by some of those behind her through the window. But she was shot and killed. And we waited and we waited for the name to be released of this officer. Waited and still waited. And here we are today. We still don't know. But we know one new thing about that incident. That no charges will be brought against that officer. They've decided that they will do nothing to the officer that shot and killed Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt did nothing close to what Dante Wright did. She was shot and killed. And not only is the officer off the hook, but they won't even tell us who he is. Within minutes, within hours of Dante Wright being shot and killed, 
not only the name, but the picture, the home address of this female officer was posted everywhere. People were at her home threatening her family as they had to make an escape. Why is that? Because it's the federal government versus the local government. They want to control every aspect of your life. And there's one thing that can get them that full and total control. And that is federalizing local police. At that point, what are you going to do? It's a, You've got a choice to either comply or start, get the Civil War kicked off that everybody's been talking about. Because they will come knocking on doors. They will come after political enemies. They will throw you in jail if you don't do what they say. And they're not going to care what color you are. They're not going to care if you're white or black or whatever. If you're conservative, if you support Trump, you're done. There's a guy that um, was one of these, I think he's like an independent journalist. And he was shooting footage on January 6th during the Capitol riots. And he was involved in no way in the destruction or in the, the, uh, the, the looting, if you will, if we can even call it that, at the Capitol. He was just there documenting it as a journalist. The other day, the FBI basically kicked his door in and arrested him. And took him to jail. And he's sitting in jail right now. They said, well, you didn't qualify as a journalist. So we're going to throw you in jail. They checked with the uh, White House press organization. And they're like, nah, he don't really qualify as a journalist. Go ahead and take him to jail. But yet the guy, the one and only person that actually murdered somebody... On January 6th at the Capitol. Got away scot-free. And we don't even know the guy's name. We've not even seen his face. All we got to see was his hands, his arms, and him shooting an unarmed female. That's it. They will protect their own and they will come after you. Every single time. Abolish the police is federalize the police. Do not forget that, because that could be the most dangerous thing that faces you and I with this current administration. Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden said they're not on board with it, but everything Joe Biden said during the campaign that he was not on board with, he is now currently on board with. So it's not going to take much for the puppet-in-chief to change his mind. All that's going to happen is somebody telling him to change his mind. That's it for this episode. Make sure you comment, you like, you share, you do all the things. Let's get the word out about Over the Line, and we'll keep pumping these shows out to you. Until next time, see you, Colt.